What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock news block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Flat purchasing rates, continued supply chain issues, and inflation have caused business leaders in West Michigan to be pessimistic about the future. That's according to the Director of Supply Management Research at Grand Valley State University's Seedman College of Business, Dr. Brian Long. We have several companies right now that are still scrambling trying to find enough people. But we have others that have excess capacity right now. So on the balance, we are looking at a few companies uh, that are adding compared to the number of companies that are subtracting workforce right now. Long says they had a dramatic drop in May, as people in their survey indicated. They're no longer as positive about the economy as they previously were. Congressman Fred Upton is expecting the Senate to come up with an agreement on legislation on gun reform. He tells us a bipartisan group of senators has been taking the initiative, and after Texas and other mass shootings recently, he believes there is momentum. A few things are on the table. Raising the age limit to 21 for someone to purchase a semi-automatic weapon. A number of states, not Michigan, but a number of states have passed red flag laws. Indiana has it, New York has it, Florida has it. Red flag laws are designed to keep guns out of the hands of someone who's shown signs of being a threat. Upton says a red flag law would have to come with a due process. So would he vote for a package? I suspect that I will can support uh, raising the age to 21. He's going to be 21 to, to get a beer. You know, this seems like a path that we can take, but we'll see. Upton says he needs to see what the final amendments are. He says other ideas are banning armor-piercing bullets or limiting magazine sizes. He tells us this is a serious moment and he's waiting to see what shakes out. Benton Harbor Planning Week is underway as community leaders and residents establish a vision for the future. Benton Harbor Planning Commission Chair Lee Reed told city commissioners this week sessions will be held throughout the week, focusing on different aspects of the city's future. They started yesterday. We discussed existing conditions. We discussed demographics. We talked about the Ox Creek watershed and what the economic impact it could have if it's cleaned up. We also took tours around the city to look at some of the focus areas that had been identified in previous meetings. The sessions continued today with talks looking at land use, neighborhoods, and public safety. The public's invited to attend the sessions, which are all at 7 p.m. at the Secret Garden on West Main Street. They'll end with a peace walk at Benton Harbor High School starting at 9.30 a.m. Friday. Anyone can follow the progress of the planning week at bestbentonharbor.com. They also have a YouTube page of the same name. Traverse City may see some refugees from Ukraine settle in the city next year. That's after commissioners this week approved a resolution supporting Bethany Christian Services, helping refugees settle there. Traverse City Mayor Richard Lewis says they've submitted an application to the Department of State. We do support, you know, their efforts. They've been, uh, been they've been hosting and finding locations for uh, Ukrainians for a number of years. So this is really not nothing new for us. It's just. It had about 50 more families in the area. 
Lewis says about 700 Ukrainians currently live in Traverse City. Lewis is the former St. Joe city manager. Gas prices have taken yet another jump. They were up to 5.17 a gallon on average in Michigan by this afternoon. That's 12 cents higher than they were Monday. AAA's Gary Bubar says it's all about supply and demand. As demand rises and, you know, we're kind of coming out of this pandemic, um, travel is up, demand is up, and that drives a lot of the cost, too. Bubar says the war in Ukraine is a factor, as well as the price of oil. It now stands at $120 a barrel. An event to bring families together in Benton Harbor is returning this year after it was dormant the last couple of years. Speaking to the Benton Harbor City Commission this week was Abisayo Mohammed, an organizer of a day of kite flying to be held at the Southwest Michigan Regional Airport June 26th. As just an event to bring communities together and families together. For the past few years, with the help of Commissioner Isom and volunteers in the community, we've presented free kite flying event once a year, and we decided to resume it again this year after two years of being absent due to COVID. Mohammed said the day gives the kids a chance to learn about aviation at a place they may not even know exists, the local airport. She said the event will provide kites to the kids as well as snacks. It will be on June 25th from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Scheduled for Friday through Sunday is the Hartford Strawberry Festival. The events, Patty Schroeder tells us, it's all about celebrating the strawberry growers in the area. Friday will include food vendors, rides, and the kitty parade at 6 p.m. She says there will be plenty of strawberries to eat. We were kind of scared that we weren't going to get them this year, but we do have strawberries this year. So there will be strawberry and strawberry pie, and we have people bringing baked goods. I'm sure there will be strawberry baked goods. Schroeder says Saturday will feature more rides and food, cardio drumming, the strawberry parade at one, bed races, and a strawberry pie-eating contest. We're one of the first festivals in the little towns in this area that have the festival, so we're, we're like the kickoff for the season. Schroeder says Sunday will close things out with more rides, food, and music. The strawberry festival started in 1986 and attracts hundreds of people to town each year. And a 53.3-pound, 48-inch long flathead catfish has been caught in Berrien County, which breaks the state record. Lloyd Tanner of Hobart, Indiana, caught the fish in the St. Joseph River on Sunday, May 29th. It was 1.3 pounds heavier and about 2 inches longer than the previous record flathead catfish that was caught in 2014 in Barron Lake. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg Report. WSJM News now continues. The Senate is racing to pass something that might stop the nearly daily mass shootings in this country. ABC's Andy Field tells us it's not likely any new law will do two of the things Democrats most want. Senate Republicans, including Mitch McConnell, insist they do want a gun deal, just not the one Democrats are pushing. We're hoping to actually get an outcome that'll make a difference uh, in the areas of uh, mental health school safety and things that are related to the incidents that occurred in Texas. Not in the deal. No assault weapon ban. No expanded background checks. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. Actor Matthew McConaughey spoke at the White House press briefing today, taking his appeal for gun reform to Washington. The Oscar winner is from Uvalde, Texas, and he's using his celebrity to pressure lawmakers to do something. He gave an emotional statement to the White House briefing room. ABC's 
Karen Travers was there. At times pounding his fist on the White House briefing room podium, other times wiping away tears, actor Matthew McConaughey delivered a call for action on gun legislation, saying lawmakers can't truly be leaders if they're only living for re-election. While we honor and acknowledge the victims, we, we need to recognize that this time, it seems that something is different. There is a sense that perhaps there's a viable path forward. McConaughey, a gun owner, called for the minimum age to purchase assault weapons to be raised to 21 and for background check legislation and red flag laws. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has acknowledged she and the Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell, quote, could have used a better word than transitory when describing the expected run of inflation in the U.S. economy. Yellen says she remains hopeful it will decline, but she told the Senate Finance Committee today, quote, I do expect inflation to remain high, although I very much hope it will be coming down now. Yellen added that, quote, bringing inflation down should be the number one priority. Treasury and the Federal Reserve have been increasingly blamed by lawmakers and the public for allowing inflation to reach record highs. Domestic violence extremists praising the school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, and calling for copyright attacks, according to some in law enforcement. More from ABC's Aaron Katursky. Two weeks later, most of the nation is still reeling from the massacre at Robb Elementary School. The Department of Homeland Security said domestic violent extremists and conspiracy theorists have praised the attack or used it to incite grievances, including claims it was government staged to advance gun control. The same extremists have used Uvalde to justify violence and called for copycat attacks, leading to a terror threat that is volatile, complex, and dangerous. The trial of a Colorado businessman on charges that he ripped off thousands of donors who've contributed to a campaign to build a wall along the southern U.S. border has ended in a mistrial. That's after jurors deadlocked. The mistrial and the prosecution of Timothy Shea was granted today by a federal judge in New York after the jury reported it could not reach a verdict on three counts. After two previous notes indicating a deadlock, the judge urged them to try again. Shea was left to stand trial alone after Steve Bannon was pardoned. Bannon was an advisor to President Donald Trump at the time. Two other defendants pleaded guilty. A popular tire maker is recalling thousands of its heavy-duty truck and RV tires. More from ABC's Derek Dennis. Goodyear is recalling more than 170,000 truck and RV tires after the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration found a high rate of failure when compared to similar tires. NHTSA says the failure at highway speeds can lead to serious injury or death. The recall impacts certain tires size 27570, R22.5, produced between 1996 and 2003. The tires commonly found on RV. Goodyear says they're no longer made, but NHTSA says it's possible they can still be purchased online. Derek Dennis, ABC News. The Texas prison system says it's temporarily stopped transporting inmates as it investigates how a convicted murderer escaped from a transport bus last month. He later killed a man and his four grandsons. The Texas Department of Criminal Justice says it's conducting an internal review and will have an outside firm do an independent review. The prison agency says it has to transport an inmate for an emergency medical appointment or for release. It will have more security. Such additional security measures were in place when a van that was transporting an inmate was involved in a crash early today north of Houston. Funeral services for the five people killed last week by Gonzalo Lopez are set for Saturday. A young man's been arrested in charge of two counts of manslaughter and driving under the influence causing an injury in a Memorial Day weekend crash in Lincoln, Nebraska. It killed two women and injured 20 bystanders. The Lincoln Journal-Star reports 18-year-old Kyvel Stark of Omaha surrendered to police today. The crash happened the night of May 29th as a crowd watched classic cars cruise down the street. 
Police say Stark was driving a car nearly 90 miles an hour before he collided with another car. The impact killed both women in the other car and sent both vehicles onto the sidewalk where they struck onlookers watching the cruising event. It's not clear if Stark has a lawyer who can comment on his behalf. And a decades-old song is seeing new life on the charts. Thanks to Stranger Things, more from ABC's Jason Nathanson. Kate Bush continues to run up the charts. Her 1985 song, Running Up That Hill, was featured prominently in the new season of Stranger Things, which debuted a little over a week ago. And on the first full Billboard Hot 100 singles chart since the debut, Running Up That Hill is now number 8. In its original run on the chart, it never broke the top 10 or the top 20. The highest it ever got was number 30. Billboard says it's number 1 on the digital song sales chart and number 6 on streaming. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast.